Welcome to Wednesday night. It's warm. <laughs> it's a warm one. It's not hot. It's just warm. <laughs> says says him on the front row. <laughs> we got some AC, uh, ACs going by faith. <laughs> Fans going. Uh, hopefully it's cool where you are today. Uh, those of you who are joining us online, we welcome you in. We're glad to have you. Uh, I'm excited about uh, tonight's topic. It is a heavy topic. Um, but I know it's going to be a blessing to you, uh, and I know that a lot of people will be helped tonight. I know that. Uh, and so let's uh, just go before God and just uh, set our hearts and minds to what he would have us uh, hear and receive tonight. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We give honor and glory to you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you, Father God, for your empowerment we thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit. It's not just something or someone that we uh, honor on Pentecost Sunday, but we honor him at all times. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for your ministry. We thank you that you are here right now. You are present with us because you are in us. You never leave us or forsake us. And so we just lean into you and we listen to your words and just order our conversation, direct our conversation tonight. We thank you that everything that is said will be a blessing to the hearer. And I thank you that lives will be changed by the word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Now, um, can you just remind me, folks in here, at the end to make a couple of announcements, <laughs> please. <laughs> All right, we just need to make a couple of announcements for Sunday. So remind me for Saturday and Sunday, announcements for Saturday and Sunday. All right, okay. <laughs> I'll get caught up in this conversation and forget. So I have Mrs. Lopes today. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> now Mrs. Lopes, uh, is we had the last Let's Talk we did, we had Mr. Lopes. And so this is his, as some would say, better half. He might say my other half. <laughs> I'm the better half. <laughs> so two better halves make the best, bestest halves, right? So uh, Z is uh, married to Ivan. Uh, Z has been in the church. She is a founding member like her sister Laura. They are founding members. They've been in the church since we started. And so uh, before it was really even a church, we were in the home. And so they were one of the first ones that we had. And so uh, we're grateful uh, to God for having them here and keeping them here. We thank God. You know, usually when people start, you know, and even if they left for a short time or whatever, but then you don't see them, thank God they're with us. We thank God. And she has stepped into the role of our praise and worship leader. And so it's been just a blessing to watch her growth in the Lord and just what he's done in her life. They have a sweet son who is here as well and uh, just a wonderful family that we love in our church just another fat part of the family that we love and so you're going to hear from z today thank you for sitting at the table today um she came to me a few weeks ago and said that she is ready to share what she wants to share tonight and so we're going to get into it and we know that god's going to order our conversation yes. so what we're talking about tonight is victory over trauma. And so that's what we're talking about tonight, victory over trauma. So let's start with these questions. So Z, you experienced a traumatic event in your life at a very young age. Can you share with us how old you were and what that was? Yes, I did. Um, thank you for having me here. I'm a <laughs> little welcome. nervous. That's this okay. Is more Nervous. Than... Just pretend it's just you and me talking. <laughs> Nobody else is here. Okay. <laughs> um, I did. Um, I wrote some things down, yep. so I'll read from there until I calm down a little yep. bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a very hard topic to talk about, and um, it's something that many, many people go through, and. Um, they end up going their whole lives in bondage, stuck in their past. And um, God's put in my heart to share with everyone. Um, and after two months of being convicted by the Holy Spirit, <laughs> here I she finally, is. <laughs> yes, I'm here. <laughs> I'm being obedient, and I trust that the Holy Spirit will tell me exactly what to say. And I pray that someone will hear this and become free like I have. And... Uh, you know, win the victory over trauma. Mm -hmm. Amen. 
Um, I was about five or six years old when it happened. Um, I was sexually molested several times, and um, the I'll go back to like how the mm -hmm. lifestyle is in Cape Verde. You basically raise yourself. <laughs> You're mm -hmm. free to go outside anytime. It's not like here. It's completely different there, mm -hmm. and um, so the, there was a few times I was just um, I went outside one time. I went to play, and I there was no one outside, and it it was like a pattern. Every time that those moments happen, it was just the air wasn't right. Like mm. there was something in the air that was mm. not right. And um, I end up, um, I felt like I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. I was looking for a friend and um, end up not finding that friend and things happen. I'm not gonna go into yeah, too no, much detail, fine. but mm -hmm. it was an older person and um, and it happened, after that it happened again and again. It was about four times that it happened. Mm. Yeah, that's a tough, tough traumatic events in a child's life, in an adult's life. Uh, that's very traumatic. And um, experts say that traumatic events can have lifelong consequences and that the more adverse childhood experiences a person has, the higher their risk of health and wellness problems later in life develop. So did this traumatic, these events, did they affect you negatively right away? Yes, it did. Okay. I, um, I became very sad, anger. Anger was a big thing. Um, I felt angry a lot. Mm. And um, I was just, let me just read from here. Yeah, go ahead. I felt ashamed, I felt sad, violated. It was like a piece of my childhood was taken away from me. Mm. And um, that negative change happened right away. That moment I felt like, I felt that weight mm. on my shoulder. Mm. And it was something that I didn't know how to go past it. Mm. Um, I was just stuck in my past, and mm -hmm. it would come and go every time. It would come back, mm -hmm. back to my memory. It was always there. It was always there. Mm -hmm. It was always that weight there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, as I was reading some of the questions, the health mm -hmm. issue, I did suffer from asthma. I'm healed, completely Amen. healed. <laughs> but I did suffer from asthma, and um, I did get panic attacks a lot a when lot. I was, especially in high school, I used to get so many panic attacks, very mm. nervous, very timid all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, I was reading that and I was like, yes, that had to something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. It definitely did, it did have something to do with that. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, living with something like that from a young age will, will do that. Is that good for that question? Did you have any more to add there? Um, that's it. Okay. Um, so at what age, so you started experiencing it right away. Mm -hmm. And at what moment did you realize that the things you were experiencing were a re result of what you experienced as a child? The older I got, those thoughts always came back to me and um, continued to feel anger. Mm -hmm. And um, it was worse and worse as a teenager. Of mm -hmm. course, it got to a point that I had suicidal thoughts mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. the time. And um, I felt afraid. I didn't belong. Mm -hmm. I felt I had no confidence. Mm -hmm. I'm still working on being <laughs> confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, one thing I noticed, I walked with my head down a lot. Yeah. And yeah. Um, few, last week, someone, I was with a client and she was, she was on the phone with someone and she told me that a 17 year old had just taken her life mm. um, because 
uh, of rape. And oh, wow. after that happened, she would walk down with her head down. Mm. And that kind of brought me to back when I used to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You feel ashamed. You mm -hmm. feel you feel like you don't belong. Mm -hmm. Throughout high school, I was so quiet, so shy, mm -hmm. my head down all the time. I wouldn't look at a person in mm -hmm. the eye. Mm -hmm. You just feel so ashamed. It just takes everything from you. Yeah, yeah. You, you see that, um, and then some, uh, the behavior, if they were an outgoing person, if they were that way, then the, uh, the behavior turns, uh, they go in the opposite direction sometimes, or they become real promiscuous, they begin to act out in other ways. Uh, you'll see that that event shapes their life and the way that they um, go through life. And it really is something that, um, a lot of times, did you, and this is not in here, but did you, when you got those thoughts, did you deny them? Or, because a lot of people are in denial, like they don't want to think about it. They don't want to, you just kind of push them down. Um, Later on in life, I did push mm -hmm. them down when I got a little older mm -hmm. and came back to church. Mm -hmm. um, but for a long time, I kind of like, I felt that was the truth. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. didn't see, I saw myself as someone who didn't belong. I wow. saw myself and it was, I would get so depressed mm -hmm. that I would just put myself down. Yeah. I didn't belong sometimes. I yeah. just, I, I really believed that. Mm. I believed it. That became a part of your belief system. And then all your actions align to that. Everything you do align. If you don't feel you're good enough, you're worthy enough, then you don't, you don't step out. You don't do things. That confidence is low. That really is. That, that, that life experience definitely shaped that for you. Interesting. So um, did you take any action? Uh, when did you take action? Did you take action right away to deal with the way you were feeling? Like when you identified, oh, wait, this is in relation to that. Mm -hmm. I, I started just kind of feeling bad that mm -hmm. why do I have to go through this? Why did that happen? Mm -hmm. And I would get, especially when I when I around 18, when I was like, when I was at that age, I had graduated high school and um, you know, that's the, I had boys that was interested yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I don't know how to socialize. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to mm -hmm. be that age mm -hmm. because of all that, so right. I um, I would get depressed. I would get depressed, and I had a best friend. She noticed that I was going through that. I would hide my. I would hide it very well. Mm -hmm. People did not right. see it. Right. I would go in the secret and mm. take myself into yeah. that depression mode. But mm. um, so I I shared with her. I shared what had happened. That was the first time wow, that 18. I opened my mouth wow. and say something to anyone that wow. what had happened. And um, right away I felt even worse. Mm -hmm. I felt like, why did I even say anything? Now she, I felt like she was judging me. Mm -hmm. I felt like mm -hmm. now one she more person was knows. looking at me mm -hmm. different. Yes, mm -hmm. that's exactly how I felt. And then it got even worse when our friendship faded and mm -hmm. now I feel like she knows my secret. People. She knows right. that she knows what I've been through mm -hmm. and, and she's not my friend anymore. So mm -hmm. it was just terrible. I felt horrible. I mm -hmm. felt that was the wrong person to share everything with. Hmm. Yeah. So you had a defining moment that changed things for you. Can you tell us about that? Yes, before I go into yeah, that, go I yeah, have a ahead. few more things to Yeah, share. no, go ahead. Um, around that time, I, w I was going through a lot of things, and then the friendship fell off, and um, around the age of 19, I came back to church, and I was, I was back in church. Mm -hmm. I was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was coming faithfully, and I started confessing 
the word over my life and things were getting better. I felt happy and there was meaning to life again. Um, some of the confessions that I um, used oh. to confess. Yes. <laughs> is this here? Yeah, Charles. It says Ivan's name on it, but <laughs> I gave him the copy. <laughs> yeah. But um, Pastor Jack had um, given us this this here, and mm -hmm. um, they say confession brings possession, and it, it really does. Yeah. Um, this whole thing helped me through so much. There's right here, 1 Corinthians 12. I am the body of Christ, and Satan has no power over mm. me, for I overcome evil with good. Um, 1 John 4, I am of God and have overcome him, Satan, for greater is he that is in me yeah. than he that is in the world. Yeah. Uh, Psalm 23, I used to go over Psalm 23, Psalm 91, Ephesians um, 6, 10, mm. Galatians 5, 1, Colossians 1, 19. Uh, I used to confess all these scriptures over me. Mm -hmm. And um, it just helped me. This is what got me through a lot. I felt much better, and I felt like I had some type of control. Mm. I felt like I can control That's it good. now. That's good. It was just controlling it, but it wasn't completely, yeah. I wasn't set free okay. completely yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I kept on confessing the word and pleading the blood of Jesus over myself. And things were better. The negative thoughts were slowly gone. Mm -hmm. And I was, it wasn't completely gone. It was mm -hmm. diminishing. <laughs> but <laughs> I forever. was still not freed, but I felt better. Mm -hmm. That's until Ivan came in the picture. <laughs> 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 until he came in the picture. Uh -huh. And then we had uh, more issues. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... I even came in the picture, and um, yes, I'm blaming this on him. He always <laughs> blames me for things. <laughs> but, um, and then the baby came. It was, I felt because I didn't do, it wasn't the right way. Of course, I, I went against God's word, mm -hmm. and I sinned. Mm -hmm. So all the things that were getting better, it came back even mm -hmm. worse. Condemnation and guilt caused yes, that. Yeah. Yes, oh, I know yes, the feelings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feelings. <laughs> so, um, and it started all over again. Yeah. It was just all over with the new baby. Yeah. I felt I couldn't trust no one to keep my baby. Mm. I, everything yeah. kept on right, playing back right. in my mind. Right. It was, right. it was just mm. horrible. There was many nights that I even can tell you that I would be laying in bed and, and all of a sudden I'll start crying, mm. couldn't uncontrollably crying. Mm. And he would ask me, what's wrong, what's wrong? I wouldn't, sh I, I end up sharing with him what had happened, why I was going through what I was going through. But it just kept on affecting my whole life again. And it, it, was, it was back to being so afraid and mm. so all these negative thoughts and sometimes I'll, I would even say, why am I still here? Why am I still alive? And I'll go back and thinking about my baby mm -hmm. and that helped me. And I went right back to God again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's, that's who we need to go to. <laughs> that's it, that's a good thing. I went right back to him. Um, I think I'm ahead of myself now. That's okay. Okay. And then um, it was still, it was, it was a struggle, I end up we end up getting married and dedicating the baby. Um, and the day that we dedicated the baby, we went over my mom's house after church and who walks in the door? Oh. The very person who did those things to me mm. um, when I was a child. Um, mm. And right there, my whole my whole mood just changed. I was mm -hmm. so happy. It was just such a happy day that mm -hmm. day. And, and then it just crumbled down because mm -hmm. this person just walks in the door and he asked, she doesn't know who I am. And all oh, wow. I wanted to say is I know who wow. exactly who you are. I, haven't, I hadn't seen him for over 20 years. Wow. 
So it was it was difficult mm -hmm. to deal with it, mm. but um, it gets better. <laughs> it gets mm. better. Mm. So that defining moment is: Are we there? Are we? <laughs> I think that's oh, where the we're at. Last year, I was here, and um, I can't remember for sure if it was you or Pastor Jack that was taking communion, and. Um, but someone said, forgive whoever you have, whoever is causing you to, to hold on to, whoever did something wrong to you and you're holding on to it, just forgive them. Mm. At that very moment, I just forgave. Mm. I said, Lord, I am not, I don't want to hold on to this anymore. I don't want this on my I'm shoulders burning. anymore. I don't want this. I want to move on with my life. I have a beautiful kid, a, a good husband. I, I have a, everything. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. why am I holding on to this? I said, I'm letting those people loose right now mm -hmm. and leave the past in the past. And mm -hmm. I took communion over it. And instantly, I was free. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And uh, that is the only reason why I'm standing here today. I'm mm. sitting here today and sharing because yeah, yeah. I am free. I Amen. can say that I'm totally set free Glory and I'm not holding on to those people, no longer holding on to any Glory of them. To God. Mm. Yeah. And yet when she was telling me a little bit about what she wanted to share, she was, we were standing over there and she, she has a memorial like right there I was sitting. <laughs> when I got free. Mm. You know, that's uh, something she'll always remember. Always remember. And you know, when the enemy tries to bring those things and it's like, eh, done. <laughs> it's done. And when we forget, isn't it interesting that it was forgiving that opened the door to that freedom? Because mm. a lot of times you think it is, at first, a lot of times you blame yourself. And you were four or five, you said, you were young. I mean, when you're older, sometimes people will say, oh, the way you dress, you ask for it. That, and so you hold that guilt. And even though the guilt sets in when you didn't even do anything. Well, if I didn't go look for my friend, if I... So you, you think, okay, I got to get rid of that first. But it was, no, you need to forgive first. Yes. And we know what it says in Mark 11, verse 25. And when you stand praying forgive. And so when you forgive, sometimes it might be to forgive yourself. And then other times it's to forgive someone else. Freedom opened that door. The forgiveness opened that door to freedom for you. That's just amazing. 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 So um, it changed you immediately. <laughs> yes. So would you say that you've experienced victory over trauma? Yes, I have experienced <laughs> victory over yes, trauma. Yes, amen. And um, I have a couple of scriptures here that yeah. I... Um, Go ahead. So uh, let me just make sure I got it. Um, John, did I, oh, I, didn't, I wrote it down here. <laughs> John 8.36 says... So if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. indeed. So I am free indeed. Indeed. <laughs> and um, there was a couple more scriptures that I had over here. And uh, one of my, the scripture that I always, I know that everyone probably hears me say this a lot. Every time I pray, this, this is another scripture that helped me mm. through a lot. Um, I would wake up in the morning some days and I felt, you know, just felt, you don't feel yourself. You mm -hmm. feel trapped. Mm -hmm. And um, this here helped me. Psalm 118, 24. This is the day which the Lord had made. I used to say, I will, well, I still say it all the time. Mm -hmm. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I will say that over and over again. Mm. And this helped me so much because it just, it stirs me up and mm -hmm. it helps me go through my day. Mm. So that's something that I say all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, it just helped me greatly. Yeah, that's good. And definitely Ephesians 6, 10 to 20, 
put on the armor of God. That is always my go-to, and I put myself in there every time I pray that prayer. Um, Colossians, I talk about that, 1, 9 to 14. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the this here. I should make copies for everyone. It's well, just know, so right? good. I don't know if everybody has <laughs> Some confessions? It, These, yes, this is confessions. very old, too. It, it was is. A, a long time and ago. And on one page, like us. at the top, it used to say, um, take three times a day. <laughs> yeah. You have morning, noon, yes. and night, like your medicine when the doctor tells you. And isn't it funny how when the doctor gives us pills, that's so easy for us to do? Oh, we set a timer now on our phones. Mm -hmm. Go take pills. But we say, confess the word, and we're like, oh, I'm tired. We wouldn't miss our dose if we were, you know, antibiotics. I used to hate it. They would say every 12 hours for the kids. I'm like, it's going to be 3 in the morning. I got to get up and go give my son antibiotics at 3 in the morning. But you know what? I'd set my alarm. Wake him up, give him his antibiotic. Oh, the doctor said. But yet we have the paper there and we're struggling and there's our answer. Mm -hmm. And just to pick up the paper and just read. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just love how the word is simple if we'll just pick it up and do it, yes, right? Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, there's we'll a couple more here that I really like, um, that I used to really enjoy confessing yeah. and it really helped me. Um, Revelation Revelations 12, 11, I am an overcomer and I overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Amen. Amen. The devil flees from me because I resist him. In, in the, the name, name of Jesus, Jesus, James 4, 7. Yes. The word of God is forever settled in heaven. Therefore, I establish his word upon this earth. Psalm 119, 89. Great is the peace of my children, for they are thought of the Lord. Isaiah 54, 13. But it goes on and on, and it was so, it was so good, and it was strength. Yes. It helped. Yes. It helped me great, it's health greatly. health and healing, the Word yes. of God, and there's one in there that says it's health, health and, and healing, healing to flesh. all of our flesh. Yes. And it really does, you start speaking the Word, and it just elevates your life. It just yes. elevates your life. That's awesome. All right, good. So, um what does it feel? I know you said you're free. Like, what does it feel like to be free? So in comparison to before, you had said you felt trapped, like you didn't belong. Those are some words that you used. Um, it's almost like you feel like an imposter, like, mm -hmm. you know, am I, should I even be here? You had those feelings. What's it like to be free from something like that? It feels great. Yeah. I can actually talk about it with someone and yeah. and share it with people. I, I, I feel free. I don't feel like I, when I was like when I was 18 that the minute I opened my mouth and said something, I was yeah it was terrifying because I, I thought I was being judged. And I, you're like reliving that really yes. you were li reliving that trauma yes. every time. And um, it just feels Another thing I noticed, I don't cry no more, unless it's something really sad that <laughs> I used yeah. to cry a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Ivan can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, He's like, I <laughs> haven't been, I haven't been crying like I. <laughs> that's a good but thing. That's, yes, I feel, I feel strong. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel good. It that's feels good. It feels awesome. And to she have holds victory. her head up and not yes, down. Yes, and I can look people in the eyes. <laughs> and I think you know. It took a while for Z. Um, she approached me right when the transition was happening, and she was like, "Well, you know, I don't know if you want me to, but I'm willing to take the team, to take the lead." And that was huge for Z to say. But that's who I always had in mind. I just was not sure if she was gonna do it, you know. So I'm like, "Lord, I need a door. I need something." And she approached me, and so you know, God was working on her, and even. Since the first day she started, you can see the confidence has increased. <laughs> the confidence has just soared. And so and the more you do it, but I don't think prior to that you'd have the confidence. I mean, the no. confidence to do it, um, just you always have been uh, to us because we, again, we met you after that, right? Mm -hmm. So just she was always shy and self-conscious. That's how we always thought of, you know, she's shy, nice girl. You know, we love Z. Um, but more, you could see that there are struggles. We didn't know. We didn't know mm. what the struggles were. Mm. But we saw that. But we could see you're free. Yes, <laughs> I am. We could see that you're free. 
that was another conviction. So it took a long time for me to come up. <laughs> it was yeah. it was a few months. Yeah. But God is good yes, and he he, is. he has a plan. When he has a plan for your life, there's nothing the Amen. devil can do to take that away from you. Amen. And I that's could be another topic. Amen. I can testify that since I was a little child, I've always sensed the presence of God in my life and I know that he has a plan for my life and me being stuck for 30 years yeah. with this yeah. burden and this weight of a past that was created straight up from the devil yeah. and he I know that he will set me free one day. Yeah. It could have probably been less than 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> that revelation but. needed to happen and that, that you know, that he, he was doing a work in you, you know, for many years. And then the revelation of it just, I, you know, it's one word from God. So Literally what he is. And just one word from God. Forgive the, and you probably heard, he probably said that I don't know how many times, probably. but that one day your heart was ready for mm -hmm. it. And just one word from God, that's why we say one word from God can change your life, yes, can yes. change your life. So talk to that person who has gone through a similar experience or maybe even a different type of trauma um, and they are dealing with negative effects. Talk to them about how they get victory. What would you tell them? First of all, I would tell that person if they're not born again and spirit-filled spirit to go ahead and do that. That's good. That's, <laughs> That's good something that should be done right away. It is so much better with the Lord. <laughs> it sure is. Sure <laughs> and, um, and God will help you. Mm -hmm. He will help. Mm -hmm. And confession, mm -hmm. the confession of the word, mm -hmm. that is a big, big deal. Mm -hmm. That will bring the positive mm -hmm. that you need mm -hmm. to continue on mm -hmm. and um and you will need positive yeah yeah positivity is important positivity is a yeah. big yeah. big deal yeah and um and know that it's not your fault yeah because you know you carry that you if someone on the other side that has never been through something like that mm -hmm. they can look at you and say right it's why did you wear that or why right. why would you there right. at that time right they will blame you mm -hmm. and um and no it's not your fault mm -hmm. it's not you you didn't do anything wrong right 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 and um find that one person that you trust and share it mm -hmm. because after you share it helps mm -hmm. you release it mm -hmm. and but find someone who you trust because yeah. right. not your BFF from high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who was, yeah. yeah that one was day them. they like you, one yeah. day they don't, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and forgive. Forgive. That's the, that's that's the, big, the one. big one. That's the big one. Forgive and uh, God will help you forget. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's, yeah, that's um, good. Mm. That's what I would tell that person. That's good. Yeah, that's really good. Anything else you feel um, like to share? Matthew 6, 14 says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Mm. I think that's, by forgiving them, mm -hmm. you get to be set free. Yeah, you you yeah. open the and door you, to receive his yes, forgiveness and his right? forgiveness. Yeah. Yes, yeah, because down the line, you know, like you said, it's not your fault. A lot of times, after traumatic events, like I said earlier, your behavior starts to change. And now you start to make poor decisions and bad choices, things like that. You get in relationships, things happen. You have a child, you know, mm -hmm. not being married. I've been there. And so you start to do this. And now, <laughs> now you feel like, well, it's because of this. And now you definitely need to forgive yourself and you need God to forgive you. Because now mm -hmm. you've done things that mm -hmm. have put you in a position where, okay, now I'm, my blessings are being blocked because of my actions now. Mm -hmm. And so once, like you said, God, God will help you the forgetting part, but that forgiving part is on us to do.
And so we've got to definitely release that to God and ask him, ask him to show you how. And it could be one word in church. Mm -hmm. So I guess coming to church is important, isn't it? Yes, it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> coming to church is important because that's where she was when she received her freedom. Yes. And so, I, you know, make sure it's a church that preaches the word of God and teaches the full word of God because we grow with the word and, and it penetrates a lot of times, again, you get you close yourself off, and you did that. You know, you kind of close yourself off to things you said with relationships. Um, a lot of times, you you get you're guarded, very guarded, and you put the walls up. And so it takes a lot to break through that. But I tell you, like my husband said, he experienced traumatic events in Iraq when he was overseas, and he still deals with some of that. He's a work in progress. But like he said, every time he comes to church, it's like that guard just gets broken just a little more. That wall just a little more gets broken just a little more as he opens his heart to the Lord. And he does the work. The word does the work. And he's like, you know, the praise and worship that to him, that's what really helped him. You know, when you think of Saul and David and Saul, uh, you know, had that spirit about him that kept tormenting him. And David would come in, and it wasn't so much that David played so beautifully on the harp. It was the anointing. The anointing breaks every yoke of bondage. The anointing sets people free. And so the anointing that was in the music, the anointing that's in the word, the anointing of God that's present here because the anointing is in each and every one of us. Now we're in a corporate setting. I mean, that can that's powerful. And we have that available to us every time we come together. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Anything else you want to add? Uh, that's, that's so good. That's it, I think. That's good? <laughs> that's so good. You know, it takes, it takes a lot to get up and share that. Uh, it's not, you know, God takes our tests, <laughs> turns them into testimonies and our messes into messages. Yeah. And, and that is, that's really going to help a lot of people. Um, in, I wrote down two verses when I like to, when I'm, when I do this, I, I ask the Lord, God, give me some verses. Uh, and so I love the fact that everyone that has gotten up here has had like a slew of verses. Like, and I have this one, notes are flying down around and this one, I got confessions. I love it because that tells you what's changing people is we're anchored to the word. I love it. And so um, some scriptures, uh, so y'all make the job easy because you all bring the scriptures. So I, in Isaiah, and this is probably a verse that he used during communion, Isaiah 53, verse 5. And this is in the Amplified. It says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities, the chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. You yes. have been made whole. Yes. You have been made whole, free Thank and you. made whole. Hallelujah. And then Psalm 107, verse 13 to 16 in the Passion, it says, Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us. And he did. His light broke through the darkness and he led us out into freedom from death's dark shadow and snapped every one of our chains. So lift your hands and give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and for his miracles of mercy for those he loves. For he smashed through heavy prison doors and shattered the steel bars that held us back just to set us free. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What a work he's done in you. And thank you. Come on and just give her a hand. Thank you. What a work that he's done. And thank you. You know that there's freedom when you can sit here and talk about it. You yes, know. there is freedom. <laughs> yes, there is freedom. I uh, had one test that I forgot to mention. Yeah, um, go ahead. It was during uh, Chris, around Christmas time. This is after I had taken communion over um, and uh, forgave those people. Mm -hmm. I was doing the bell ringing, and wow. this guy walks up to me, that same guy wow. that from a few years ago, from when Didi was little, yeah. what the, um, the day that we Dedication. had um, dedicated him. He walks up to me with someone else, and they started talking to me and asking 
about me. And then he was like, oh, I know who you are. And I almost went there. I almost started <laughs> feeling yeah. Yeah. that, oh, why yeah. do I have to see this person right, right now? Right, right. And um, I refused to. Mm. I said, nope. I just sang a little louder. <laughs> uh, the people that were coming by, I rang that bell a little louder. And the people that were coming by, they looked at us like uh, it was. Uh, it just fueled your myself passion. Myself and Lena. Lena. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she didn't know what was going on, but uh, she knew that something, something. was up. And uh, afterwards, I, I told her, I said, oh, that's the person that. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay, because um, I shared with her yeah. before. But, yeah. um, she was like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that was him. Yeah. And I, she was like, I did see how you were singing and dancing <laughs> a little more. I'm like, it's the victory. It's, it's the, victory the victory dance and song. That's yes, awesome. God victory. is so good. Is God good. is so, isn't it? That was That's a choice. Yeah. That's so good. That's awesome, Z. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know that it blessed us here. And I know that you listening were blessed as well. And let me tell you, if you have experienced something similar, if your story parallels Z, there's victory for you too. There's, you are an overcomer too. And so we'd love to pray with you. We'd love to, you know, just, we could get you in touch with Z. She could be your coach. <laughs> and so uh, just reach out to us. You could direct message us. We'd love to talk to you. And we want to see you have victory in your life just like Z experienced in her life. Amen. Yeah. You can be smiling like this yeah. <laughs> and just be full of joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you uh, need an envelope tonight, you can raise your hand and Donnie will serve you. Those of you online, you can text uh, FHFC to 77977 or you can go to our website, fathershousefamilychurch.com and you can do the online giving through that. Uh, before we give, I have two announcements to make. I remembered. Don't forget the, Don't forget the announcements. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much, Z. Um, we have two announcements. One, we have another work day. This is always exciting news. On Saturday, the 29th, this is coming out. Is it the 29th on Saturday? Yeah. So this Saturday, we are getting ready to launch our uh, kids' church for the parents who got the notices, uh, the launch for that is June. And so we're excited about it. So we need to set up downstairs so it's ready for that. This Sunday is Family Sunday, so we'll all be here. Wear your T-shirts. People are like, when are we wearing our T-shirts again? They're collecting dust. You can wear your T-shirt anytime you want. <laughs> but we'll all wear them <laughs> on this coming Sunday. All right, so we'll wear our T-shirts this Sunday. Uh, and so uh, uh, we'll have a time together up here. We also have a treat for everybody on Sunday. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, but uh, on Saturday, we're going to come together at 9 a.m. And so we need some muscle because there are a few things that need to be hung. We have a honeydew list Christina put together for us. And so uh, we'll be here. We have the tools. Uh, some of it's just setting up um, a playroom downstairs for the kids, setting up the classrooms, a few things. So it's not hard work, but the more people we get, and the last time we got together and did this, I'm, many hands make light work. It was truly remarkable how quickly everybody got stuff done. And so if you are available on Saturday, we'd love to see you. 9 a.m. right here. We'll start off downstairs, and when the team gets done rehearsing, we can come up here. Uh, and then Sunday... Family Sunday, don't forget. Uh, parents, those who got your uh, children's, the, the notices, install that app, download that app on your phone for check-in because we're going to be starting that the following Sunday. We'll talk about it a little more on Sunday. And also, you have a disclosure form. You have a form to fill out, consent form, for photographs for your kids. Uh, so it allows us to post their pictures. Uh, if we take pictures, which we've been doing anyway, but we need to make it official. <laughs> so just sign the paper. Don't even think about it. Sign the paper. It's only so we could use it on our website and social media, okay? And if you don't want us to, let us know that too, and we'll make sure we don't do that. All right? Okay. We did, did we give? Okay. All right. So Father, <laughs> today, for me, he's the Father of compassion all day long that's just been in my heart from prayer this morning. He's the father of compassion. 
And so I thank you, Father, that you are the Father of compassion and comfort. I thank you, Father, that you are with us and that you never leave us or forsake us. I thank you for what was accomplished today. I thank you that lives were impacted, even things we will not know till we get to heaven. You said we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so I thank you for the testimony that Z gave tonight. I thank you that she continues to overcome in this area and that her testimony uh, sets up another testimony for someone else. I thank you that you work through her and that, Father God, those who heard will be encouraged and you show them the way out of their struggle in Jesus' name. I thank you for everything that was accomplished here. And as we give tonight, we give knowing that you are the source of everything that we need. We don't have to give, but we get to give. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Go ahead and serve the people, Donnie. Hallelujah. This was so good. Wonderful, wonderful. I thank you for boldness. Glory to God. So if you are wanting to do a Let's Talk segment, I'll just fill you in on this before we go. We have a little bit of time. So the Cassis will be with us, Drenda uh, and Pastor Gary. They're coming in July. We're finalizing the details, but it will be either the second, third, uh, the, the, not July 4th week, the 7th, but the, the, no, actually the 7th, 14th, or the 21st, they'll come. It will be on a Wednesday night that he will be with us. But four weeks prior to him coming, we'll not be streaming live. So those listening, listen up, will not be streaming live, and we'll let you know ahead of time. If you want to be involved in this uh, revolution, financial revolution, I encourage you to start coming in person when we do this because four weeks prior to them coming, we're going to be showing video, a DVD of his revolution conference to get us excited, let us know exactly what to expect. So four weeks prior, we will not be streaming that. That will just be for this body. And so then on Wednesday, he will come and do the final session with us live. Pastor Gary will be here live. They'll be flying in. They'll be doing that live for us. And then the following week on, I believe, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, they'll set up the appointments with every family who wants it in the church. So start getting your finances together. They will put together a plan for you for debt freedom. And usually it's in five to six years. For some, it's three. And that includes your mortgage. And so they will meet with you. It's free of charge. They will meet with every family in the church. And we can invite, if we have a cousin that we know is always borrowing money from us, <laughs> Aunt Sally, Sally, you need to come. We can't, we are not going to advertise this outside of what we do, our normal stuff. Because usually when Pastor Gary has something, it's thousands of people that come. And we, we don't want that. He said, this is for our church. And so uh, you can invite, you know, one or two people and they'll meet with them. They, they will meet with them. Uh, and we just need to, you know, know how many people they're going to meet with. And then what they'll do is they'll put together a nice report. Not of your finances. We won't know anything about your finances. But all together... It will just be a report for the pastor so I know how much interest we'll all save all together collectively. Like your church is going to be debt free completely in this many years your, and the people of your church. And the interest that you will save is $1.2 million or whatever it is. He said that's, that's kind of the report that uh, comes afterwards. And we could share that with the congregation. Then he's going to provide us free of charge with some home group stuff where we can continue this. All free. Families would just have to pay $5 to get their booklets. They go right online and order it. Get their booklets and we can do home groups. We can have uh, different homes that we meet together. We could do quarterly meetups here. 
where we just get together and, and do some, you know, check-ins and then just keep refreshing ourselves. This goes on throughout the year. It also is an outreach tool because some people, you know, when you knock on their door, they're like, what are you coming to my door for? Well, we have this financial conference or this financial revolution thing that we've been doing. She got out of debt in four years. I got out in three. I'm confessing that for me. <laughs> and so we'd love to share that with you, right? You're taking the three years. Hallelujah. So, uh, so we'd love for you to come and be a part of that. Now, someone will come to that. This is a professional. This is, you know, he, this guy knows what he's talking about. Dr. Gary does. Uh, he, he was in debt. Now he owns all kinds of companies. He's a billionaire. And so uh, he's flying in on his private jet. You know, that's how he's coming and charging the church zero dollars for anything. And so uh, pretty amazing. And so uh, I would love to have that as an outreach tool. It really is. Uh, and if someone misses it, say, uh, I'm not going to be around on those three days or I work, you will be able to get a link and you can talk to them virtually after the fact as well. But they prefer face-to-face. -face. All right? So I'm excited. So Amen. I'm not really sure, but what my whole point of sharing that was if you want to do a Let's Talk segment, I have one more that I have that I can schedule, but it probably will not be until August, the way things are working out. Not sure it could be in June, uh, if, it, if we do it towards the beginning. Uh, but in June, I think June's gonna be taken up by uh, these Wednesday nights that we won't be streaming. But if you have a topic that you would like to discuss, even if you've already done a Let's Talk, let's do round two. With, I'd love to get uh, at the table with you again. If you haven't done it once, come on up. I'd love to have you do it. Uh, just. Uh, get a topic and we, we work, I work with you. And if the questions that I send are like, mm -mm, you can tell me, we'll change the questions, whatever you want to do. All right. I'd love to have a seat at the table with you. All right. I'm excited about what God is doing. Amen. Amen. 